Hey everyone, this is Arnold Bjorn with Warm Welcome, Season 3, Episode 5. Ochi, co-owner and operator of Wayan and Nolita, is here with us today for this episode. It's a French-Indonesian restaurant that's been one of the hottest restaurant openings of 2019. Uh, it is also Ochi's husband, Cedric's first solo project. So Ochi and Cedric previously opened restaurants in Indonesia, but now have returned to NYC with the inspiration to showcase where Ochi is from, as well as Chef Cedric's experience running top French restaurants, uh, mainly Paris Street. And the story for Ochi begins in Jakarta, Indonesia, where she was born and raised. I left Jakarta when I was uh, 17 years old. Yeah, moved to Australia, Western Australia, Perth. Wow. For accounting and finance major. Interesting. Well, I finished my uh, associate degree, but that's not for me. Yeah. So <laughs> just to take it back to while we're talking about your childhood, what was your earliest childhood food memory? Well, I'm very blessed. I've been surrounded by great food since I was young. Yeah. yeah my mom had a um, caring business. She used to cook like thousands of people for weddings right and she made me taste it all the food before went to all the events but did you have like a dish that you still kind of uh, think about my mom worked with this uh, seafood company that always gave her like um like samples for example ikura salmon roll nice yeah, since the young age, that's my um, salmon roll. Yeah, that's wow. my <laughs> salmon roll and uh, over rice dish for snack after school. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you end up kind of in the kitchen too as you were growing up? Did you help like prep at some point in the kitchen? No or? prepping, but I was there just looking. Yeah, tasting, tasting feeling things, feeling, and then went to the event to yeah. see how my mom's got crazy. Right. You know, like Indonesian style, you know. <laughs> 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 so you said you initially studied finance, which I actually didn't know. Like, what what prompted you to study that and well, go to my Australia? Mom, my mom graduated in accounting, so she told me, "Oh, you should do finance and accounting uh, if you want to be successful." I'm like, "All right." I was like, "Okay, I tried." So I went to Perth, Western Australia. Went there, didn't like it, but thank God I graduated for, from for from my associate degree yeah cause that, was, that was the first time you went outside of your country yeah. i'm assuming because you were born and raised your entire life yeah but um i travel to the united states mm. states since i was uh three years old yeah visiting well, my sister and brother they grew up in san jose california take me through going to college in australia and then the cia was what was the turning point here so i told my parents that i don't want to go back to school anymore after mm -hmm. accounting finance they're like no 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 you have to finish your bachelor degree mm -hmm. okay and then i was like okay i will do a cooking school mm. they said all right find a cooking school that offer a bachelor degree then i found cia wow so you just that was that your one and only choice like you knew you just wanted to go to cia when you yeah. were looking at before there before that i went to new york city for a month to visit my sister mm. she took like a film school in nyu for the whole summer i was in new york city and i fall in love the minute i arrive in jfk i know exactly i want to be here <laughs> how was your experience in and outside of school because i think cia requires you to do externships and stuff like that so yeah i went to uh daniel fees and fats that's catering the, company yeah the catering company yeah the reason why i chose that because my far my parents had a, a catering, catering company business, yeah. Yeah. yeah but then you know that's all before Cedric's, before I met Cedric. Yeah. <laughs> I blame him. So what was that like working at this catering company? 
So I was the only woman, and then one person is American, and the rest are French people. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry, but at that time I was even. I told my my chef now, who is now he's a founder of La Boite, uh, Lior, and then I met uh, the other chef, um, David. Mm -hmm. He was there too. I told him at that time I was like telling them I never want to marry a French guy. You said that. They're crazy. <laughs> and then I met Cedric. Two yeah. years after. <laughs> where else did you? I feel like because you said per se before, you know, we we air this, but where else did you work during school too? So, after school, I work my first front of the house at per se. I started from a food runner, mm -hmm. and then I uh, move up to back waiter, mm -hmm. uh, chef Jonathan Beno, who owns Beno, Beno now. now. Yeah. yeah, so amazing. He taught me a lot. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, he's such a good mentor. Yeah. So this is also interesting because a lot of people who go to the CIA, in my opinion, are definitely more cu culinary arts driven. Mm -hmm. Most of them, when they do externships, it's in the kitchen. So why did you decide to do a front of house but experience? Front of the house yeah. is after college, after, after college, the, after the bachelor degree. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy, but I had a, I had the best um, team. I, I love all of them. Yeah. Yeah, we become such a good family. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you, prior to this, you didn't have any front of house experience. No, correct? that was like the first time I told them. I'm willing to learn. I'm a fast learner. And then they were like, okay, you hired. Wow. You <laughs> so your first ever front of house dining room experience was with Per Se. Yes, Per Se. Well, that's phenomenal. Okay, let's talk about your husband too. So where in this time frame did you meet uh, Cedric? So I met Cedric. It's um, sophomore year. Sophomore year. Yeah, that's like, um, so he started the bachelor program at the same time as me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then... Um, we met. Uh, we live in the same townhouse. It's like a dorm. Dorm, yeah. Yeah. So he's the first. He's on. He was on the first floor, and I was on the second floor. My roommate married his roommate. I married him. What? <laughs> exactly. Uh, something I found out as I was like looking up on you and, and Cedric. You guys actually opened up Long Kitchen and Le Burger in Indonesia. Yeah. So we tried. Uh, we, br we brought um, Perry Street Food to Jakarta mm -hmm. with like a downtown feeling. Mm -hmm. And then we also brought the uh, burger concept of yeah. downtown feeling to Jakarta. Yeah. Yep. It was a fun. The Ivan Kitchen and the burger in Jakarta you were involved in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what was that like? Just opening and kind of being part of that process? Well, it was like, I, it's, that was like, I haven't, I haven't worked for a long. Well, I work... Uh, doing all the developing while mm -hmm. the kids are in school because wow. after after per se and then i work at the manager in lapan quotidian and then i became stay-home mom after i have my first first kid so i stayed home and then when they both are in s school full-time i helped cedric developing the burger and um Fong kitchen yeah and then when the opening i was like oh my god i'm in the i'm in the floor again wow yeah I mean, talk to me about that that struggle and the challenge too, right? Because you you were a full time stay at home mom, yeah. and you were helping to prep open this restaurant. Well, up. you know, the memory is just like back one by one. Okay, I have to do this. I have to do that. Of course, touching the table, yeah. helping. Yeah. yeah, just the muscle yeah. memory was was yeah. coming back to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're both designed, I think, by Rockwell Group too. Correct. What was the reception that with those two restaurants in Indonesia? Like, were people understanding it was it popular like what was what was it, it was like popular we we're very lucky the location is in financial district mm. a lot of like um it's a lot of pedestrian 
because in Indonesia, obviously, it's like a traffic country. In Jakarta, particularly, it's like you cannot walk. But mm. in here, it's like where everyone's all the expats walk. Oh, so it's perfect. So that location worked for you guys. Mm -hmm. So it's like a business. It's like a bus like lunchtime, dinner is yeah. a lot of business people. Yeah, we saw like Exxon people from uh, Australia, like everywhere. They all pass through that they area. They all pass through that area, and then they always have a business meeting. Sometimes I tell Cedric, "Wow, this is like a we work in like people have meetings, meeting because we open all day long." Yeah, so it's like it's like a meeting point. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. What did you learn the most from operating these two concepts? Construction. Yeah. It's like even though we are here we still have to get an update yeah and then like of course design yeah mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of things that people don't really associate with opening a restaurant right because i think people will just think about the food menu and like the, really the r&d but there's so many other uh, administrative things i think behind yeah, the scenes exactly then we always have a weekly meeting a uh, weekly call with uh, the chef there yeah just want to upgrade you know it's good like me and cedric we went out a lot for dinner here to have an idea what we can bring to Indonesia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess let's just jump right into it. What prompted you to open Wayang in New York City? Well, my uh, partner Ezra, he's from Indonesia. He graduated from school. He came up to me. Oh, I want to open an Indonesian restaurant with you and Cedric. Wow. And I was like, okay, let's do it. It took us two years to find a location. Yeah. We loved the one in West Village, but then when we went to the old uh, bread space, they both just fall in love with this. Yeah. They were like fell in love, like I want to do it here. Yeah. Sign a contract, con construction for eighteen months. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Something that I like to ask all of the restaurateurs I have on the show is kind of the sequence of events. So, for example, Danny Meyer talks about this all the time, but. For you, was it the concept that came first, the space, the menu? Like, how did everything kind of go about? Like, was the space first and then the name and the concept or vice versa? So concept first, of course, the design. The name come after because mm -hmm. there are a few names that we want. Mm -hmm. We wanted and then we decided to have Wayan. Yeah. Wayan has a lot of meanings behind yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Cedric is a firstborn. My um, partner is a firstborn. Are you? I'm not a firstborn. Okay. I'm the third born. Okay. Which in Balinese we call it Nyoman. So, mm. <laughs> so it's different. Um, and this is first um, the three of us restaurant together. Yeah. And of course the first restaurant for Cedric, not in the John George Manning. Yeah, solo project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love the meaning behind it because the, are there other names that you could share with us that that you were going to go with? Well, I like. <laughs> there's one that I really like is Ulu. Ulu okay. means cliff. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then, you know what? They're like, no, not Ulu. And then after, there's another one. I forgot. There is a market in Bali, but I forgot what's the name. But yeah. that's also nice. It's more like like feminist. Yeah. Femi feminine right. Thing. Yeah. 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 But I, I like what the name you, you went with. I think it's it's amazing. And yeah, it a lot, means a lot. A lot story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People have described Wayan as an Indonesian cuisine. I'm reading this off the website. Indonesian cuisine with a modern French flair. Is this is this is this a fair description? You think? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, like Cedric created all this uh, menu from where he ate in Indonesia, in Jakarta, all over Indonesia, and then he made it to the next level. For yeah. example, the corn fritter now is one of our top seller. It's a street food, yeah. but we're making it nice and like more flavorable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, flavorful. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just to, just to 
kind of I want to see if there's any stories to unpack from from you guys finding the space because I think finding the right space is one of the harder things mm -hmm. in New York City, especially in the restaurant business. You said it was used to be a breads bakery. Yeah. How did you like? Are there any stories there? Like, how did you find that space? And so we went through two two brokers. Mm -hmm. The second broker is the one who found us the old space uh, of bread, and um, it took us two years. Yeah. And um, the minute they went there, it's good. Uh, they love it. And um, I check on the feng shui, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then once I approve the feng shui, we're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and and. If I'm not mistaken, there's like a little backyard area too. No, the backyard we we're not with the community board too with yeah. the license. They're not allowing us to to have a yeah to open the back. So we we use that as a HVAC. Yeah, and since we're talking about the space, this is also by Rockwell Group. Yeah. But talk to me about kind of the inspiration behind it because there's really beautiful wood and. So the Rockwell Group that we work with in Jakarta also work in this project. Mm -hmm. So it's perfectly because we went together with them mm -hmm. to Indonesia and then they they saw everything what we want oh you brought them over to Indonesia yeah. no they when they went to did the when they went oh when they did the project yeah, there got, project got it got there, it got yeah. it yeah so they saw everything and right. then uh, on like we went to Yogyakarta I mean and Cedric and then we found these carving places uh, and then um, we told the Rockwell group oh let's design a carving for the front door and then yeah. back dining room and then they created with us and then yeah because i love i love how it's it's an interesting layout i actually like how you guys have a custom banquet near the window because people mm -hmm. can kind of see into that yeah and then there's a narrow passageway that actually opens up to a, a bigger dining room which is always like a nice touch yeah um so i i love how you guys like design the space yeah we the the idea that we can close up for the back for the private dining and then you can use the can, front for yeah, something else exactly yeah so you had that in mind when you guys were yeah designing this space. Yes. How are you enjoying being in this um, Nolita neighborhood? Because I think it's a very up and coming neighborhood. There's a lot of great restaurants in that kind of like nook, if you will. Well, we're very grateful in Nolita. It's a, a lot of food traffic. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mother's Ruin has been helping us a lot. I was going to say Mother's <laughs> Ruin is like a legendary <laughs> industry bar. Like everyone at EMP goes to Mother's Ruin. I guess, I guess it's our, our stuff too. Yeah. So yeah, when we don't have space, because we have a small space. Right. Wait. So they all went next door. Ah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's like a, it doubles as a waiting room. Exactly. And then like <laughs> we texted them. We texted the, the, custo the guests. Yeah. When the table is ready, they yeah. will come next door. Atoboy <laughs> Atoboy is the same way. Atoboy is next to Churchill's. Mm -hmm. And Churchill's is also a really big industry bar. So they use Churchill's as like a, the waiting area for them as well. So smart on your part. I mean, maybe it wasn't intentional, but I think it worked out for the better. It, it worked out so well. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so nice. The, the neighbors, I mean, like, yeah. All of them are so nice nearby. Yeah. How was the first day of service? Because, you know, you got 18 months. You're waiting for this build out. I'm assuming during the 18 month period, you guys are traveling, you know, tasting, yeah. sourcing. First day of service. I think you opened February 2019 early this year. Yeah. February 8, 2019. I remember I pushed it to that day because the feng shui is good. February 8. <laughs> yes. 8 and it's on Friday. Yeah. So I guess it's good. And um, well, it was a lot of emotions, but went well. I'm very happy. All yeah. the staffs were happy and excited. Yeah, is eight, is eight a lucky number in your culture too? Yeah. Eight? Oh, it must be an Asian thing. Yeah, it's it must Asian, be an Asian thing. thing right? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, and then it's it it went well. I'm very happy. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We limit, of course, we limited the amount of people who's coming. Yeah. But it turned out well. Yeah. If someone, let's say, a CIA graduate came to you for advice, which I'm sure you know happens, as you are, you've opened a very successful restaurant. What would you tell them? Well, work hard. Start from the beginning. I know a lot of CIA. They want to like all the way up, like position after yeah. graduate from school. Just start from the beginning. Yeah. Like I see from Cedric, he started from the bottom, yeah, all the way up in his own father's restaurant. So yeah, I think that's mean a lot. Yeah, tell me about how important that is for for you and like, I really respect actually the fact that you went to do something that you didn't know anything about. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of the front of house situation with Per Se. Explain to I I really want to kind of drill this into new graduates that everything takes time, right? Like you, it's not just gonna happen. So. Yeah. Well, it's just like everyday life. We learn from experience. Like I'm still learning from um, construction. Yeah. Like lawyer. We have like multiple lawyers. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. From like um, residential. Yeah. Contract agreement. Right. Yeah. Construction dealing with the contractors. Yeah. Until now, we'll never. Well, it's just part of. Learning, yeah. of course, a PR too. Yeah, I learned a lot from Becca. Thank you, <laughs> Becca PR Lucy. <laughs> uh, the other angle I want to make sure we address is the moms out there that are business owners like yourself. What do you ha- have? You figured it out? Like, how do you juggle having? You have two sons, correct? Yeah. How do you juggle having two sons in a restaurant? Like, how, what does that day to day look like? Oh my God, I'm very lucky that I start working again at night when they're like full time in school. If not, I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> so you, so you take like, care of them in the morning. No, you send them to school or. No, they, I'm like they already in school until like three, five yeah. p.m. So pretty much don't see them until the next day. Wow. Yeah, but you know what? It's a lot of work. Like every day, I was like, I had to communicate with my nanny, like what schedule, what. Changes. I mean, it's like another business, you know. <laughs> exactly. Like my money is like always separate. Wow. Yeah, and then with soccer, of course, me and Cedric, we always want to be there for their soccer game because yeah. my oldest one in academy. So if I'm not working on Saturday, Cedric, um, Cedric work on Saturday, or if I'm working on Saturday, Cedric will try to come to his game. Yeah, try You're to be present. B- both both of your kids play soccer. Or? Only my oldest oh, one. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. How do you it's, it's a lot of work. I was gonna say, like, how do you how do you support their extracurriculars as well on top of like running a restaurant? I mean. So well, you guys try to take turns? Yeah, try to take turns. Of homework is very difficult because we went home we go home very late every day. Yeah. So in the morning we try to wake up early, do the their homework. Because it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. They 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 both have quizzes every Friday. Yeah. And then it's just all practice. Yeah. Yeah. Keep practice and then I guess yeah. you'll be successful. I'm curious as to what a, a family dinner looks like in your household. <clears throat> well, in our household, family dinner, well, since we open Wayan, we rarely eat, at, eat dinner <laughs> at home. Yeah. We try to go outside. Like yeah. um, Every Sunday, we always have dinner with Jan George. Mm-hmm. Um, we either w- go to um, ABC uh, Cocina mm-hmm. or downtown Cipriani mm-hmm. or and Brasserie. That's mm-hmm. the three go-to really? places. Yeah. And then on Monday, when Cedric, after, we always go dinner, like last night, we went to Restora. Yeah. So yeah. you try to go to new places every new Monday, places, Sunday, yeah. Mondays. New places. And yeah. then 
now the kids at this age they want to also experience experience yeah, yeah. like they want oh i want to order the same food i want to eat whatever you order wow yeah Wow, your kids are probably the probably real. <laughs> I think they're gonna grow up to be like foodies at this point, right? I mean, well, are they interested in food? Yeah, my yeah. oldest one. Yeah, my second one is like trying to. Okay, I want picky. it. Yeah, a little picky. Yeah, but my first one definitely. Yeah, yeah, we, he has no problem. He can. We went to Manhattan, and he's like, "Oh, I want to order the three courses." <laughs> I said, "Well, okay, <laughs> okay." How old, how old is your first kid? Uh, eight years old. Wow. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. He's like, okay, okay, go ahead. You like it? Yeah. I like it a lot. Wow. Yeah. And then it's, it's New York City kids. They eat salad. That's insane. Yeah. So Michael Anthony did yeah. the program, uh, do the program at uh, all the public schools. Yeah. And he, he does such a good job. Yeah. Yeah. All the food that he created and then the salad bar. Yeah. It makes the kid like I'm not packing their food anymore. <laughs> I said you gotta learn. Yeah. Last question before I send you off. Um, what are you learning as you operate and run a restaurant in Manhattan, specifically speaking, that you maybe didn't expect uh, early on? Well, consistency is the hardest thing. So, I think to make everyone consistent and then happy guests. Happy stuff. Yeah. I try to make my staffs always happy. Yeah. You know, we, we, and then especially the management team, because from the management, it will share to the yeah. hourly staff. Right. So we do a lot of outings together. Yeah. Try new restaurants. Yeah. Um, so it's like R&D with them. Yeah. And they're happy like that. And yeah. Then, you know, what we need to improve, what we need to, to work on. Mm-hmm. And all those sort of stuff. So for you, is it like a top-down approach? Meaning, you when you take care of your managers, your managers will take care of your exactly. your staff, and staff yeah. will take care of you know the guests. Hopefully, it, yeah. Okay. Exactly. It all comes from the bottom to the top. Yeah. If they're happy, then yeah. yeah. I cannot come to work and Cedric frown. Has mm. to be smart. <laughs> we left everything behind us. Thank you, Ochi, for being on the show. It's very much appreciated and. For those that don't know, this is actually Ochi's first ever podcast that she's done. So it means a great deal to me uh, when, when, a, when a guest comes on and they've never done a podcast before. Because a lot of times they don't know what they're getting themselves into. So thank you for giving me your time, but also giving me the chance to interview you. Wine um, is a beautiful restaurant, I just want to say. And uh, I've actually been following Cedric for quite a, quite a bit. I've been a fan of Parachute for a long time, and I told him this too person but been there multiple times for different occasions it's so nice to see a restaurant that is a manifestation of both ochi and cedric i think it's like the perfect marriage between the two uh, the technique that's done there and the execution is very high level you know and you can tell in the cooking but there's definitely touches especially the hospitality sense and also from the design perspective uh, that ochi's had as well in terms of her influence and impact into the restaurant so i think just something to dwell on too um you know a restaurant is not a restaurant with just a chef it's so important to also have a little bit of a counterpart that has a say in the, the ambiance and the environment or the setting and i think that ochi has uh, has a lot to do with that so um just want to make sure i express that and i wish you all a happy new year we'll see you next week on with form welcome